0: thinking I've got loads and loads of time today to do everything, Too, I've now run out of time and I'm not going to get everything done. Um, There's been so much going on outside uh, that, Vlad, I can't tell you. Well, I don't really know where to start, to be honest, because so much has happened, Um, and I've had a very exciting week. So, um, yeah, it's just a, it's another roller coaster. Welcome to episode 62 of Mr. Book Pods. There's been more strange cars coming and going outside the flat than I've had hot meals in the past week, Um, even one with Spanish number plates, and it really doesn't get more exciting. Um, Yeah, Uh, the weather is very hot and humid, I'm supposed to be in the garden as we speak because It's just fence city uh, between us and the neighbours at the moment because the next door, the downstairs neighbours, had to have their back fence replaced because it was rotting, Uh, and now the neighbour next to them is seems to be replacing all their fences, and tomorrow we're having our fence at the back replaced, which apparently isn't rotting but is falling backwards uh, out of the garden due to the fact that I've left so many massive ivy-like plants growing all over it they started to collapse under the weight Um, and i did go down into the garden earlier in the year i think we all know and i looked and i didn't do the last little square of weeding the uh, patio bit so i thought i would better do that today because it's coming to the garden defense tomorrow and then i looked out and uh, of course the whole the whole patio bit's just covered in more weeds again The walls just grown back from where they were from where they were before i pulled them all out i've got to get down there because um i've got to clear some room for him to get to the fence because at the moment there's sort of a you can slightly see a vague path between the uh, nightmare spreading plants that somehow will come into my garden and um, anyway but it's uh, just it's dry at the moment but it's just been very wet and because the back steps of wood they get quite slippy so i'm a bit uh, don't want to go rushing out so that's got to be done today so today started with yoga back uh, with my old substitute teacher and she didn't do a poem which is quite sad and i think really uh, i'm coming to miss the poems now um i did keep in line and she comes out of the she comes out a lot of the uh the uh, poses a lot quicker than i do have to be said she did say well done online at one point there was me and another woman i'm sure she was talking about me i don't know i what i was doing and um and then she did and i'm sure she said stephen at one point i'm 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 very very sure she said stephen at one point i'm sure i was doing something magnificent um we did twisted triangle or, 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 always big big favorite of mine uh, and eagle And if anyone can imagine the grace and majesty of an eagle flying through the air, if you sort of get the complete opposite image of that, then you've got some vague idea of what I look like when I'm doing eagle. Uh, Puffing, panting, red-faced, toppling over with all my limbs twisted uh, all over the place and um, basically no idea what I'm doing. Uh, Very, very much grounded. Well, unless I'm toppling towards the floor um so yes that was all that she did say at one point that students favorite oh, you can hear the starlings um yeah um students favorite pose is a child pose which is well sort of superficially a resting pose but i actually find it very good for stretching the back and i don't think it's as easy as people think it is when they say it's a resting pose and pigeon don't tell me anyone thinks pigeon is their favorite Position pigeon is one of the most difficult things to get into, and involves wrapping your knee at uh, abnormal angles underneath your body, Uh, and it's painful and it lasts for a long time. Uh, Don't tell me that's people's favourites. Although there was a, we did have Miss when I used to go to class. uh, We did have Miss top of the class who always did everything better than everybody else, Uh, and uh, she always used to say, "Oh, pigeon's my favourite because I absolutely hated pigeon. As she well knew, she used to say on purpose, stupid cow, don't miss her at all. Anyway, um, she was the sort that used to go in and say hello really brightly, and she just used to look through you. And I did yoga in the same class with her for years, and she still didn't speak to me. Um, Anyway, moving on. Uh, So it was yoga. Then I went for a run, which was all right. It was a bit slow, but it was steady. And it was rather nice because everybody got out of my way. Usually I battle my way running around people, slipping in mud, falling over in wet grass uh, to avoid people on the path. Uh, But most people got out of my way today. Uh, It was rather strange. That was very pleasant, made a change. I don't think there was anything exciting to say about that. I was listening. I always go round. Uh, on my run, listening to a fortunately podcast, Heath Glover and Jen Garvey, and um, they were talking to Richard Osman. He of Countdown, no, he of Pointless and the Thursday Murder Club, and um, he was one of the most interesting, loveliest people that I've heard. It really, I was so engaged with what he was saying. Uh, such a such an interesting man. Anyway. That's by the by. So, uh, yeah, so that's today. So then I thought, I've got loads and loads of time to get loads and loads of things done today. I'll do some vacuuming. Uh, That turned into a horrendous nightmare because for some reason I decided I'd better vacuum under the bed. Now, under the bed, uh, there are two large, so heavy I can barely move them. I suppose they're drawers. They're not not drawers in the sense they slide in and out, but they're on the floor. Um, They're made of wood. I, don't, I, I just don't think what's in mine. I, I try not to look in it. I think it's got loads of CDs in it um, and other things. Um, the other the other one's got clothes in. Uh, so I thought, well, I'll pull... Because I know the moths are under the bed. I'll pull down... Um, uh, oh, I've not seen her before. I'll pull down the... Uh, Uh, the, sorry, she's just completely put me off my train of thought, Uh, the drawer things, and I'll pull the bed down and vacuum it. It was horrendous. I pulled the bed down. I've never seen so much, well, I have seen so much dust in my life. I've seen as much dust on top of our wardrobe. It was, um, there go the two mothers off to get their children from school. Um, And uh, it was hideous, absolutely hideous. I'm surprised, actually. I haven't broken the um, Vacuum cleaner. I'm very, very surprised since I've started my <clears throat> new life of a cleaner that I've not replaced the vacuum cleaner bagged. And I'm a bit nervous of it because we've got quite an old vacuum cleaner and I don't know whether you can still buy the bags. Anyway, so that was all that. So, of course, that's taken me loads longer than I thought. And then I've got to do this and I've got to go into the garden. um And then I've got something else to do which I've forgotten. I'm sure it'll come back to me. So, um, what else have I got to do? Anyway, so yes, birdwatch, starlings. Starlings are now a daily uh, spectacle. I don't know what's going on, really. They flap around in the tree, the cherry tree outside, beadily eyeing up. Uh, in fact, you'll see on my Instagram, there's one, I might have been a young starling or a female blackboard, is actually looking at me because there was no food there that day. It's so actually sitting there waiting for me to fill the food out. They then come down. When I put the fat block out And they pick it up in their beaks And then they waggle their heads around And now they've sprayed the window with fat So I've got fat lumps of fat all over the window Which which were cleaned not that long ago Um, Then they squabble There's at least four of them That are all there at the same time I have seen one putting food into another one's mouth So I don't know if it's just a little one But I don't know if they still do that While they're out of the nest But it did look like it was feeding it um, yeah, no sign of them at the moment, uh, and then they start squabbling um and it just gets really stressful, uh so anyway, they're not there at the moment, probably because I'm sitting here, but I put a flat blo- a fat block out last night, and it's well not a whole one, it's about a third of one, it's all gone, smaller uh but they do eat the seeds, they eat the seeds that no other bird eats, but they just eat them after they've eaten everything else, uh, and they squabble over those as well um. So, yes, that's... Uh, oh, yeah, the magpie appeared for about two seconds. Uh, so, anyway, it's just starling. It's a bit like Hitchcock's a bird, to be honest. they will be pecking way through the glass and smashing and attacking everybody in the flat soon. They're actually quite sweet. I do like seeing them. Um, so, where to start? So, last week uh, was very exciting. On Monday... Oh, yes, I've got... Um, the big news is I've got a... Hmm, Yes, you can tell it's school time collection because lots of grown men, are uh, usually men, are pushing very small scooters around. Oh, actually, that's not that small. Can't work that one out. Um, I did earlier see the woman with the brightest yellow umbrella I've ever seen in my life. And I don't think anywhere in the world there will be a brighter yellow umbrella than the one she had. It was actually dazzlingly yellow. So she's not going to get lost. So, Monday, yes, I've got. Um, when I was at the uh, H Club, uh, which I'm not going to start on about again, they had a writing, well, they still have a writing, what they call a writing salon, which is basically a writing group. And um, when they were at the club, they weren't allowed to publish anything for some reason, I don't know why. But now they've left the club and they've just carried it on online. Um, they put an anthology together and with open submissions from the people in the group, I put in a not a very jolly story it's actually quite a depressing story short story there were three themes uh, you had to um write your stories around or it could be poetry so anyway i got it accepted i haven't said anything about it because i didn't know whether it was going to go ahead or not. i've got it accepted um i've signed my contract so next month i hope uh it's got an amazing designer and it's going to look absolutely beautiful she does such incredibly beautiful design work for books and other things um, I hope next month uh, I will have it uh, as an ebook online and after that there's going to be a, paper, a hardback and after that there's going to be a paperback. So it's a book of, it's going to be called, I don't know what it's going to be called actually other than it's a line from some one of people's stories or poems. I can't remember what it's going to be called but I should keep you up on that. Uh, so it's an anthology of short stories and poetry, and I have a short story in it. So that's all very exciting. So that was a meeting on Monday. Tuesday was very exciting as well, because we have a friend with a dog called Woody. And Woody is a, uh, not named after Woody Guthrie, named after Woody Toy Story. Um, Woody is an, he's not an Alsatian. He's a corgi. Uh, he's a black and white corgi. And for some reason, he's 10 times bigger than all other corgis. Uh, he's just very large and round. He's not fat. He's just very big. He's beautiful black and white. He's got enormous ears. I think some of you may have seen him on my Instagram and, um, anyway, the person who owns him for long reason, I'm not going to go into needed someone to pop in and look, uh, look, look, make sure he's okay. Because basically I can't remember how long ago it happened six months ago or something. He, he could, although they are very muscular, round, short-legged dogs, Woody could give, and I've seen it, could give a greyhound, no, not a greyhound, a whippet, uh, a run for its money. I was astonished. Um, apparently, they were bred to, to herd things under cows. so That's why they, they've got little legs, because they were running around um, herds of cows, and that's true. Um, anyway, uh, about six months ago, his back legs just basically stopped working. Uh, they were just paralyzed and I don't think they've ever got to the end of it so uh, it's been a very very long time uh with he's had a lot of hydrotherapy and physiotherapy um he gets more excited than his legs allow him to be so he will constantly try to go downstairs at speed and end up just sort of flopping down because his legs can't work quick enough but they are now working um and he's a lot better than he was. He's got real spirit as a dog. So uh, he's a real character. So I think partly that's probably what made has made him get better because he's never given up. That must have been just, well, I know it was just awful for them when it first happened. It was just the saddest, most depressing thing. And they thought they were going to have to give him to someone else to look after because they couldn't manage. But anyway, Woody is making a fine comeback so he's a bit of a character and i was i i just presumed he'd be difficult uh not 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 because he's badly behaved he's just a character and um he was so lovely he was in his cage when we got there we let him out he shot out he told us he wanted to go out the back door uh What they do is they put a scarf very gently around just in front of his, under his tummy, just in front of his back leg, so you can just gently lift him as he goes down steps. But, of course, he was straight out the back door and his legs were going all angles. I don't know whether it hurts him or not, but I don't know if it's painful or whether he just, it doesn't care. he's just got to move. So uh, up in the back garden, had a little wee, and then he announces uh, by going very pointedly to the front door, Oh, no, he had a treat next. I was not responsible for the treats. But um, one way he can get a treat is they've got one of those little uh, hotel bells that you ding with your hand. And if you you put it on the floor, if he dings it with his paw, he gets a treat. So, of course, he was um, made to ding and he got his treat. And then we went for a lovely walk. He was so well behaved and he can't walk. He can walk really fast, but he tires out really quickly. So um, he can do about 20 minutes and then that's enough for him. So we walked round the block. He managed to do a poo uh, that was extended over quite a considerable area in three places. I'm not quite sure how much that. Uh, I manfully coped with that. Uh, and then we came back and then poor little soul just... Um, trotted you know we indicated uh cage again because we had to go no we sat with him for a bit no that's not true we sat with him for ages and he had a good tummy rub and ear rub and uh, flopped out on my lap and um, then time came to go and he very reluctantly but he did went back into his cage And uh, he was absolutely lovely. He was so well behaved. Now, there's no reason why he shouldn't be so well behaved because he's a very well-trained doc. But just because Woody's a Woody and a real character, I just thought he'd really try it on with us because obviously we're not owners. But um, he was lovely. So we had a really lovely, doggy little four hours. No, I don't think it was four hours. It was a lot less than that. But anyway, felt like four hours. So that was that. And then Wednesday, I went to the National Gallery... Uh, to meet a friend and that was all very lovely we looked at a painting and then had a very long lunch and um, it's really really quiet in town and as uh, they commented this is London without tourists it's actually not so much that people aren't working but if you go to anywhere like the National Gallery which is fully open now or just touristy places like Trafalgar Square there's hardly anyone around because there's no tourists here and of course that hit me for the first time, I thought, my God, there's no, you know, why are we so desperate to open all theatres and everything, cinemas and art galleries and museums? There's no one to go around them. They're all tourists that go around these things. Obviously not, that's an exaggeration. But, you know, all the big musicals and stuff, um, a lot of the audiences are made up with tourists. So uh, that's really going to affect things, even when we do open up again. So it is weird. I think it's partly people not working in, coming out and working in the West End but I think a lot of it is there's just no, no one from other countries uh, out and about spending money and visiting things um, but that was all very nice and then uh, Thursday was Thursday Friday was uh, supposedly recording the podcast but Darren messed up as usual he's up in Gateshead um, I no, I think he's back now yes, he got back last night Uh, Trying to get his passion for the planet off the ground. He's doing loads of workshops because he's getting local. He's using nursery children up to school, uh, to college level students. uh, And some, I think he's going into some care homes. Anyway, he's working with all sorts of groups of people to make uh, out of sustainable materials. And sort of the props and bits of scenery and uh, some sort of multimedia uh, installation that will then be used in the final um performance which is going to be in a church and all around a church in gateshead i've been responsible for trying to get the thing some publicity and i've done a very good job i have to say um i don't know i'm responsible he asked me to do it and i stupidly said yes um so i think that's all going i mean he's absolutely raised i don't i think he's probably sleeping about five hours a night Is that Uh, which worries me because he's driving up to Kate's and back and I don't think it's safe. And then, um, what next? Uh, Yeah, and then Saturday. Now, a lot of you I know uh, are very concerned about my Bake Off box. Uh, I got a message last week saying it was turning up last Friday. It didn't turn up last Friday. It eventually turned up on Saturday and it was the Bakewell Tart, um, which I... I'm sure I've eaten a Bakewell tart but it's not particularly on my radar Um, and I've never done a tart before I mean there was blind baking and all sorts of stuff which I've never done before Um, but I was very relaxed over it. it took me they said two and a half hours plus about 45 minutes preparation or something I think they reckon on about three hours it took me about four and a half or so but that's yeah, that considering I was just going slowly and, and taking my time over stuff, and that's about right. Um, so basically I had to make pastry, which I don't enjoy making pastry very much, I have to say. I got a bit bored doing all that crumbly butter flour business. Um, and then uh, made some jam, which is just basically heated raspberries and fresh raspberries and the jam sugar they provide then that goes into the bottom of the pastry. The, the the stressful thing was rolling out the pastry and then putting it into the, rolling out into a circle, which it took me three goes at it to work out how to do that, which is fine. Um, but then you have to lift it and put it over the top of the pan. And I had to, I had a sandwich tin, not pie tin, which was far too tall. So that was all a disaster. So I found a smaller one. And then it sort of, you get it you sort of have to roll it oh, I can't just do it complicated to explain, but it took me three goes but anyway eventually it wasn't perfect but it was okay then your frangipan goes in didn't know what that was that's crushed almonds sugar eggs and flour I think well maybe the almonds are the flour can't remember um, that all goes in next it gets mixed up and put in and then you bake it and then you ice it with basically sugar icing sugar and water and then uh, then I was got, going to get very stressed about the icing but the icing was fine They give you a little um, pipette thing and an icing bag and you just draw some lines on the icing and then to get the wiggly line uh, that, that the Bake Puff standard Bake All Tart has you just draw a, a cocktail stick through the lines while the um, opposite way to the lines while the icing's still wet it was not perfect by any means. It tasted very, very nice. I think the pastry might have been a bit too heavy, but not everyone agreed. I've got no standard to measure against. So I don't remember. I've no idea. And it was very calm. I was very calm about the whole thing, actually. And I had a very calm night. I had lots of dreams that I can remember last night, and they were all very calm. And then I woke up this morning very calm, because usually I wake up in a state on a Monday morning. I don't know why. Um, and I was very calm this morning when I woke up. So that's all good. Um, and then I'm back to where we started. And tomorrow, uh, I've decided to go and tutor in person, so I'm going to go into the West End and uh, tutor. From uh, and I won't come back again. Um, and I think. Uh, so yes, it's been very busy. It has been very busy. It's been very quiet along this road. There's a chopped tree. The petrol tree all I'm saying about that that's been chopped down by the council and they should be replacing that at some point the uh, builders uh, are still to talk of the street actually there's a couple uh, middle-aged uh, older middle-aged couple I've seen them before um they always I, I've never seen them come under up and down this road without stopping they're still, they're still standing there now to look at the builders uh, I think the only reason they actually come down this road is to look at the builders, uh, having a very deep discussion about it. Um, it's obviously the highlight of their day, I can't believe they're still there. yeah, scratching his head, she's waving a piece of paper around. Can't tell whether they're happy about it or not. It's, they don't live in this road as far as I'm aware, so it has absolutely no effect on their lives whatsoever, but, um, oh no, is she moving off? Very slowly moving off. Oh, no, no, spotted something else at the back. Very slowly moving on. Uh, so I think that's probably, yeah. Uh, life's just not got any... Oh, no. She's crossing the road and he isn't. What's all what that about? Ooh. He's gone one way and she's gone another way. That's just bizarre. They're definitely... Oh, no, he's joined in her. So there we go. So um, that's obviously made their day. Yeah. Anyway, um, I've got nothing else to say. I uh, hope everyone is... Uh, anyway, I've cheered up a little bit because I'm aware I've been a bit gloomy the past two um, episodes. Uh, I have cheered up a little bit and uh, you'll be hearing more about The Fence next week. So uh, thank you for listening.